Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Audio's Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show. And uh, Derek Smith joining us now. Oh, man, as we get ready for the holidays. And uh, Derek, uh, welcome back. The West Palm Beach Invitational. I mean, if somebody is going to knock me off the air, Derek, I'd, I'd just as soon be at you. All right? Well, I, I think I always. That, Matt. <laughs> appreciate your hospitality and uh, giving us that uh, airspace the last couple days. <laughs> Hoping you got was, a little well-deserved break in there. I was I was making my way around New York City, uh, and but yeah. also kind of checking in and seeing what you and Lori had going. And uh, what a what a uh, what a, that was a nice uh, two-day affair for the uh, for the Bears. I mean, it looked to me I was I was trying to watch a little bit of it and get and then watch some highlights afterwards because I was kind of moving around the city. Kind of an interesting venue, a smaller, somewhat intimate gathering there. It seemed like uh, where they were playing some of those games, but uh, Baylor made themselves right at home. I mean, Derek, th- this team hadn't been. In a lot of close games, have they? I mean, eleven and zero, great start. Um, but I mean, it's going to be interesting when they show up in Austin because it's it's not like they've had a lot of like you know one or two possession type games this season. Well, that's true, and you know, you look. I think the the Utah game that was one that was relatively close, even in yes. the, uh, the fourth quarter. And of course, Baylor won that game. And really, aside from that. Um, they, they've pretty much drubbed everyone else. They have one of the top uh, scoring margins in the uh, scoring differentials in the country right now, which is a good thing. Obviously, they're going to, you know, I think in the Big 12, that's going to uh, regress a little bit because just the Big 12 is so good. You start off with Texas, as, as you said. I, I'm encouraged, though, because I think they've shown some, some toughness. This past week, the games weren't close, but they had to deal with uh, a couple of starters being down, and they handled uh, that well. And then, of course, Darion Littlepage-Bugs came back and, and had a big game. They've been improving defensively, and I think they've been doing some things that are hopefully positives when the games, uh, when the games do tighten up here uh, over the course of the next few weeks. The mask. Uh, Bugs came out in the mask, and, uh, did, boy, played. I don't know what it did, if it just freed her up, sometimes uh, injuries or illness. Will uh, players respond to it? I mean, she was dominant in that first game back since the broken nose. Um, Derek, what is going on with Asia Blackwell? Misses two of those games. I said the other day, anytime she's out based on last season, you can't help but kind of have a little more feeling of like, uh uh-oh, what's going on here? Uh, Is uh, is this fairly just kind of getting her ready for conference, or what what do we know about that situation? Well, you may recall last year that uh, players have the option not to disclose, have their injuries disclosed. Is um, this and a similar deal? Kind of thing last year, it's kind of the same thing as, as last year. Uh, was I think you and I even talked about this last year on the, the program, that you don't have yeah. to disclose. I would say that, you know, you can remember this, though. She played a little bit on Saturday against Miami. I think the team has a lot of depth. You know, the team does have a lot of depth. Mm-hmm. And so – Whatever's there, you don't have to really rush it right now. I think they got to uh, take care of the the depth in the team is uh, saying it's a foot injury. And uh, she's been around her teammates. She's been active. And 
there's an opportunity. She played last Saturday against Miami, but uh, they were able to test the depth a little bit these last couple of games. And, you know, we should know more once we, we, we get back from Christmas here. All right. What stood out to you the most in these? Uh, by the way, why don't all players do that? I'm, you know how coaches love a high, you know, not talking about injuries. I'm surprised sure. you don't have more coaches say, okay, check that box where we can't talk about any of your injuries. Uh, the only thing is in Asia last year, it ended up causing more issues in some sense because they were constantly being asked about it, couldn't give an answer. And so I think it became a little awkward for everybody. I think Asia finally addressed it. But um, of the other players, I mean, as they these guards interest me. You know, Yaya, for instance, she does some kind of rare things, Derek, to my eye. We, we see great passing. We've had great, pa- you know, passers at Baylor. But, man, some of the stuff she does in traffic, some of the things she sees, I find myself when I'm talking to Nikki almost basically begging her to play Yaya even more. And it's hard to find minutes. I mean, you know, I think that Fritz is a nice player. She can't even get her on the floor. I mean, she barely gets on the floor any. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's really interesting to see. But the depth of this team, uh, even with some of these injuries, is showing up big time. What do you think about Yaya, just her game? I mean, I to me, it just seems like somebody who, uh, I mean, extremely fun to watch. And and I'm sure there are some things she does that frustrates Coach. But, wow, I mean, some of the passing is uh, is kind of uncommon in, uh, in, in as far as what we've been accustomed to seeing over the years. You're right. She is – she changes the game when, when she's in there. I almost think about – you know, that speedy slot receiver that when they're in the mm-hmm. game in, in, in football, the entire defense has to account for what he can do. And I think Yaya is that same way. She just moves down the floor like she was shot out of a cannon. And you said that, the, you know, the team, the, the way she finds teammates or gets to the basket in traffic is really special. In fact, I think she's really elite at operating in traffic, in tight spaces, and making decisions at a high speed. You know, I think she had five assists against Providence uh, the other day, and she's averaging, uh, I think, about three assists per game. And I would say a lot of those assists are coming when she's moving at a high rate of speed, and it's the the attention that the defense is having to pay to her is what's making uh, making the possibility for that pass or finding an open teammate that it's she is creating that opportunity for her teammates on the floor and she is um a different kind of player than than we've really had and it's certainly welcome for this team because it just adds to the versatility they have when you've got someone who can kick it to a post player down low who can finish at the rim or we've got a lot of good three-point shooters if they collapse on her she's good at kicking it back out there and, and finding an open teammate so she just um the, the, her impact on the floor is a lot bigger than just uh, any numbers you see from her. All right, Derek Smith on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, calls these uh, Baylor women's games and has been out there, saw them against South Florida, and take a 37-17 halftime lead. Uh, Bella Fontleroy getting the start. She has been a spark plug in the past and one of the best uh, six women in the, the conference uh, last year. Uh, what did you – What you, I mean, it, it's always interesting, isn't it, when you see someone who's not used to starting get that starting role. 
what did you see from from Bella? Because it's again that you have to almost change your mental approach a little bit. Did she? Was it pretty natural? Did it seem a little strange uh, to your eye? How did that go over? I'd say it went really well. Bella is someone I think well suited to that because if you talk to her, she seems uh, more mature than her uh, 20 years of uh, of age. She's just someone who I think uh, naturally grasps uh, her the, the impact she can have in different uh, places for the team, and I think that allows her to adapt more easily than, than some players might. I mean, not every player handles those transitions well. As you're talking about, it can be challenging. But but she handles it well. She doesn't really change her game. You know, she's down there taking charges. She's trying to get to the corner where she's really dead at three. Um, she she she's able to battle in the paint. And I think she just doesn't look too hard for her shot. But she's not afraid to take the shot when it's there. And that seems to be the case both coming off of the bench or or when she's she's starting. And she's certainly sparked the Bears off the bench several times this year. But uh, as long as that opportunity starts there, I feel like she's got to handle it well. All right, I noticed they were uh, Asia was uh, being mentioned as the new creative intern for the Bears. And so I guess mm-hmm. she got out there and, and uh, shot some video yeah. and, and that did, did she get the broadcasters involved at all? Did she uh, No, I did, wish she had. She didn't come looking at us, but Asia's personality plus. So I'm not uh, not, not not surprised that uh, you get get the camera in her hands and she's got to get some funny funny things out of her teammates. What what is uh, what's the Christmas season like out at West Palm Beach, Florida? Is it uh, was there a chill in the air? Was it nice? Was it balmy? Did you make it out to the beach and and did you come back with at least a, the hint of a of a tan? Man, Matt, I don't know that I got a uh, a tan out there, but we were we were near the water and it was we had one really nice day, which was nice because that was our uh, our down day. And I'd say by really nice, we had sunny and. About 70. Uh, it got cloudy and windy the last couple of days. It felt like that's what winter is like rolling in there. And the waves were, were pretty high and they were uh, they were nice to see. But, you know, I'm from I'm from Indiana, so I'm used to the cold. So for me, being in a location with palm trees and uh, and surf and sun was a little bit different, but uh, not all bad either. Not all bad. It was really nice. And uh, it was kind of fun seeing what what Christmas is like in South Florida. Did you grow up a Hoosiers fan? Were you a Bobby Knight kid, or did you lean toward Katie? What, uh, what, uh, which, which way did you lean growing up there in Indiana? Because obviously you had to have a team. Sure. Well, you know, I actually, growing up as a kid, I was more of a pro sports fan at first. And so I would say I leaned, uh, leaned Indiana Hoosiers, although I kind of have that pride in a lot of the Indiana schools that – a lot of people who move away do when Purdue does well, or, you know, you think about like Valparaiso where Scott Drew was, uh, you know, you'll see Evansville or Indiana state flash every now and again, ball state. So I leaned Indiana, but I wouldn't say it was particularly strong. And I think we even, you know, we had family members who as a kid, Bobby Knight was larger than life Indiana in Indiana, as you know, but with family members who saw some things that eventually and noticed some things that they would talk to me about as a kid, and some of those things eventually led to his downfall in Bloomington. So he was a legend yeah. and larger than life, but he was never quite the idol to to me anyway that he was to a lot of the state. Yep, you were probably a little kid when Keith Smart hit that shot, right? I mean, yeah, you were... I would have been about six or seven years old. <laughs> yeah, but you grow up hearing about it. You yeah. grow up hearing about it in the perfect team. Yep. 
But I mean, yeah. Scott Drew, I remember Scott Drew and Bryce Drew when I was in high school. So I was excited coming here as a student that, uh, that, that, that he was here. Yeah, yeah. Well, the Bears now have, uh, you know, they got to get ready for, I mean, that's going to be fun opening the pavilion. We got a lot of foster forward talk and how to get everybody in there. Um, I mean, I, I I missed the tour the other day. I was kind of excited and something came up. But uh, I, I hope that, you you know, you've kind of familiarized yourself with your perch uh, there in foster. That's going to be exciting, though, for the women on January 3rd because while the men open it on the 2nd, the women open it with a conference game. And so, I mean, you've got to kind of watch that, don't you, Derek, that you don't turn it so much into this whole scene that you forget because this is not the TCU team we've become accustomed to. This is a, a pretty deep, and, man, I, I don't know how deep they are, honestly. I just know they're starting five. They've got some players. They've got some big-time players. So um, not an easy way to open the season, but exciting, nonetheless, to uh, to get to see Foster. Have you taken a couple of tours, and, and are you starting to uh, – is excitement building with you to get into that new arena? Oh, excitement is definitely building with me. I think uh, leaving the Farrell Center will hit me more later on because right now I'm just really excited about the new facility. I actually haven't been in there yet, but uh, got to get in there before too long to look at the, the radio setup and make everything sure everything's good. But as far as the team, I'm just excited because I think it's going to be a great fit. The home court advantage is going to be good. And as you said, you know, you open it up with TCU, uh, a big rival and a, and a much improved team. And then the Big 12 schedule there is going to be great. Um, it's going to be a tough challenge for the Bears this year, but I really think they're they're up to it. And I think this staff has really good, I know it's kind of a goofy buzzword, but synergy with the mm. players. And, you know, I look at this team, Matt, you know, TCU is not the TCU of old. But I also look at this Baylor team and even compare them to the last couple of years. They're a different team. In fact, I was looking, they are, Baylor is one of only two teams in the whole NCAA who is in the top 20 in both scoring offense and scoring defense. Uh, the other is South Carolina, who's number one in the nation. So this team is is getting it done at both ends. They seem focused. They seem to have the right kind of focus. And I don't even think they're as good as they're going to be. Not to say there's not going to be a, a loss or two here and there, but I'm, I'm really excited for what this team, I think, could be uh, as we get into Big 12 season. And I think to have it on the new floor at a place like the Foster Pavilion, a new-look Big 12 is going to only – kind of add to that excitement certainly for me and i hope the uh the fans as well all right i hope you like your vantage point i mean you're not the kind of guy you're not like me you won't be complaining about anything uh you know you're a you're a go along to get along guy but it's going to be great and you'll get to see it i mean at, at the i mean just the just even seeing pictures right now and seeing the renderings of like what the court will say and and, and some of the logos and, oh, where the Bears going to go, the interlocking BU, it'll be, uh, it'll be we, you know, we were too young to have been here for the opening of the Feral, but we've made it to the opening of Foster Pavilion. So, Derek, let's foster it forward or whatever we're supposed to do, and uh, that'll yeah. be exciting. If you find out, like, where you're supposed to park or something, please let me know, okay? I still have not really... That delved into like the media parking i i something tells me it's like probably over 
at, at McLean. It's like just walk across, okay? Which, by the way, those walkways look pretty nice to me. So I think I think that'll I'll park wherever they tell me to park. I'll go wherever they, they, they tell me to go to, but I might try to, like, you know, sneak in there and bring the equipment in so I don't have to carry it. You know, like just sneak <laughs> it in beforehand and then, then walk on over. Yeah. Oh, you you love a good loading dock situation. Yeah, just yeah, that's right. Don't absolutely. Don't, uh, yeah, mm-hmm, sneak in, act mm-hmm. like you belong there, drop your stuff off, and get on out. <laughs> that's right. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, listen. Uh, happy holidays uh, to you guys, you and V, and y'all have a great one. And uh, look forward to uh, uh, seeing you in the new year. I hope it's a very prosperous one for you. Well, absolutely. You too, Matt. I appreciate it. Uh, Thanks for having me. Merry Christmas to to you and your family. There you go. Derek Smith, I appreciate it for the Baylor Bears and uh, the voice of the Baylor women.